Good morning. First, oh, y'all do respond well. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to some places where you're like, good morning, and they have to say it again and again. Um, I would first like to thank Mother Julie and Father Sid for inviting me to speak this morning. It is truly a privilege and I am humbled by the invitation. I was thinking about a shameless plug for Zion House, but instead I wore my shirt. Um, I love to talk about it, so please feel free to, to talk to me at coffee hour about it. However, this morning, the gospel passage this morning is one of my favorites. It is one that has always touched me and at times helped sustain me. Even as a young, awkward kid when I first heard it, at times when I've been and felt rejected and lost, and now as a candidate for holy orders, it still touches me in a profound way. Its message to me is one that is repeated throughout the greatest love story ever told, specifically in the gospel today, and one that I struggle to hear at times even now. It is radical and subversive. The message is this. We have never locked eyes on someone who did not matter to God. It's really simple, but it bears repeating, we have never locked eyes on someone who did not matter to God. Because each one of us matters and is deeply loved by God, God sent Jesus. And by Jesus stretching out his arms upon the cross, no one is outside the reach of God's loving embrace. And that's radical grace. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I got 10 minutes. <laughs> At the beginning of our gospel today, it says, now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him, and the Pharisees and scribes were grumbling and saying, this fellow over here, he welcomes sinners and he eats with them. Let's remember in ancient Palestine, eating with someone was highly regulated because it signified that you considered them pure, clean, worthy to spend time with. Yes, there was a precedent for charity, but to share a meal with someone signified a level of intimacy and honor. No wonder the Pharisees and scribes were appalled. Jesus ate with those whose society had judged unworthy and had cast out. And by the simple act of eating with outcasts and sinners, those society had rejected, he was making it crystal clear that we have never locked eyes on someone who did not matter to God. To make this truth about God plain, because the Pharisees and the scribes were on the short bus and just weren't getting it, Jesus tells two parables, one about the lost sheep and the other about a lost coin, and about how their owners searched and searched until they found them. Today we think of these as feel-good stories about God seeking out the lost. To be sure, these are feel-good stories. However, this story is multivalent. There is more to this story. Jesus takes this a step further and pushes the envelope. In this parable, Jesus compares God to a shepherd. And some of us don't realize that in ancient Palestine, shepherd was a bad word, was a bad thing. It was a negative. And then even worse, God is compared to a woman 
who had lost a coin. That's radical for ancient Palestine. And Jesus was trying to strike a nerve. He was trying to tick off the Pharisees, and I love that. And Jesus was trying to make it clear that you can't put God in a box. God is greater than anything we can humanly imagine. In ancient Palestine, the mentality of the Pharisees was either you were in the club or you weren't. There were no in-betweens. But Luke's gospel was written for Gentiles, those who were not in the club. And the issue was that Jesus demonstrated a willingness to value them as persons and interrelations with them as people of worth before there was a cross. This was an expression of love, and the love was unconditional. But it is also very challenging because he was also inviting them as valued people to become part of a future vision. He was not doing so in order to make them valued and worthy. He was eating with them because they were valued and worthy. The distinction is subtle, but it's significant. You know, we have never locked eyes on someone who did not matter to God. And just like that, Jesus says, the angels of God rejoice, rejoice with me when even one person who is lost is found, comes home, allows God to embrace them, and God says to them, you are mine, and I love you. I would search and search the whole world just for you. Now, there are times when we all feel like lost sheep because of our own inner demons and feelings, our own despair, or when we've acted not according to our own standards. And Jesus knows this will happen to each and every one of us. And when it does, he's like, it's all right. And he reaches out in love and compassion to direct and guide us back. And may we remember that that regardless of what we have done or by what we have left undone, God refuses to give up on us. In God's eyes, we are not defined by the things we've done, but by simply by who we are. With earnest, like the verbs in the, used in the parables, God is reaching out to us, seeking us, and saying, you are beloved. That's radical. God continues to invite us into a close and personal, intimate relationship with God through Christ. God is the yearning, the seeking God who offers a restored relationship. And the final point that I'd like to, for us to see, invite us to see this morning, is the radical grace in our lives. The thing we cannot always see or accept, yet which is at work in us all the time. For all of us, no matter who we think ourselves to be or others have judged us to be, we live within the nexus of God's grace. Because God's grace is greater than we can humanly imagine. But do not mistake what I say for a free pass. If we truly embrace God's grace within our lives, in our heart, then we are transformed. And we can't help but show that in how we live our lives. 
for God is always at work, at work in us, through us, and even despite us. God knows everything we've ever done and still seeks us out and says, you are beloved. So as we come to the table this morning to share a meal with God and one another, I hope you'll remember that we have never locked eyes on someone who did not matter to God. Amen.